Welcome to the Weedworks podcast. It's blunt talk about working in marijuana. I'm your host, Matt Hoffman. The point in our podcast is to share with you stories from the marijuana field. Guests on the show are actually working in or joining the cannabis industry. You will hear from new and old business owners, human resources managers, bud tenders, general managers, growers, master growers, extraction artists, scientists, marketers, accountants, compliance officers, executives, teachers, social media managers, web developers, and so many others in the ever-expanding cannabis sector. Weedworks is the place to hear from job seekers just like you. Hear how your future colleagues got into cannabis, their opinions, experiences, and stories, why they joined the weed workforce in the first place, what they thought it would be like, and how it really is working in weed. Subscribe and get ready to hear blunt talk about working in marijuana. Okay, so today we are going to be talking with Tyler, and it is a follow-up. If you are unfamiliar with Tyler's story, then go check out the other Tyler episode. The quick overview is Tyler was working at a local company, and life took him a different direction, so he ended up leaving that company on good terms, and immediately found another job, and higher pay, and a promotion, and we're going to do a follow-up with Tyler right now. And find out how that's going, what the differences between working at the different companies are. Was it a good move? Was it a bad move? Is he happy? Is he unhappy? Just his new experience working at this at this company, transitioning from one to another. So let's get Tyler on the phone right now. Hey, good afternoon, Matt. How are you? Hey, Tyler. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Running around with my head cut off, but nothing new. <laughs> Whoa, you're using my line now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Running around for work or getting ready for the holiday weekend or both? Uh, both. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's all work. There's been uh, quite a few changes. I just got promoted to store manager. So that's cool. Uh, so then today's the second day of that. And uh, so, yeah, I was like, oh, crap, I got an interview with Matt. This is going to be fun. <laughs> wow. uh, but no, it's a side note. I really, now that I got you on the phone, I, I just really appreciate you, all your efforts, your connections and everything. I, I mean, I owe you everything, man. I mean, I'm here where I'm at because of you. And I just wanted to cordially thank you for for your efforts. And, uh, you know, I'm happy where I'm at. And you know, I push push your name to anybody that's, it's seeking this industry. I mean, I, I can't thank you enough. So I really appreciate that. Well, thanks, but I got to disagree and say, fuck that. I mean, you're the one that put all the effort in. I mean, we, we definitely have the, the contacts and, and can help people, but the difference came down to you. You, you did the work, you put the effort in and you're the reaping the benefits. And I, I do the same thing. Like you are the poster child. I say, here's a guy that wanted in, he got in and then he is yeah. continuing to climb the ladder. And it's, it's just based on your attitude yep. and your effort. And, yeah, so that's it. thank you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, and that, yeah, man, that, that's, that's that's awesome. It's really good to hear. When I go through and I re-edit this, it's it's so cool to to see the process and see how Tyler has evolved and how the other people that we've worked with have evolved. And to be honest, it's it, it's such a group effort, it's such a team effort, and there's so much that goes into it behind the scenes. And 
I just want to thank the supporters of our cannabis and thank the team for all the work and all the support that goes into making this work possible. It's so exciting to just have a front row seat and see somebody better their lives. And as you're going to hear throughout this podcast, Tyler is, he's stoked. He's happy. And it's sky's the limit. It is. And the opportunity isn't just for him. It's for anybody who's got the guts to, to enter the space. And so it makes me really prideful to all the people that support our cannabis and all the, all the team members that are involved. I mean, it's just, it's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing in the world. And, you know, I'm just sitting here at 10 o'clock at night editing this show and it just, I have the biggest fucking smile on my face and my team, when they hear stuff like this and we get emails and things like that, it's just, it's, it's great. And it's a great feeling. So to everybody that supports the work that our cannabis is doing, thank you. You're a fucking rock star. This just shows the impact that you have on real people in the community. So keep it up. We fucking love you and the community loves you. And it it's just such a real tangible impact that's had on people. So let's get back to this with Tyler and uh and just see how things are going with him. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, it, and, and, you know, that's the point of what we're doing here. And, and that's the point of the nonprofit and the podcast. And it, it's really just to help the people that, that want to put the effort in and help themselves. So yet again, thank you Precisely. for, for, for participating. It's, it's really interesting to continue the story and get an update oh, yeah. of like, <laughs> yeah, like, like what's new. So, so break it down. Like I gave a little bit of context before the show started. So you got in the industry, you worked at a company, Life took you a different direction, and now you're with a different company. So what are some of the differences between the company and, well, okay, first of all, what does being a store manager mean? Where did you start with this company, and what does what does the promotion come with, too? Um, hold on. Just one second, Matt. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. What's up? going to have to wait. I'm, not an I'm in an interview, so you have to wait a second. Hey, Jamie. Sorry, Matt. Just one no, second. Okay. I'm going to put you on mute for just yeah, a that's second. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> He wasn't kidding when he said he was busy. That's good. <laughs> About that, Matt. No worries. Um, so the um the differences between the two and what it entails as a store manager. Yeah. So let let's start there. What's what's the difference? So what position did you come in at this company at, and what is a, what is the new position now? What are the differences? Initially, I was the assistant general assistant manager. Just through trials and tribulations. There were uh, too many hires on hand, and so it was shoved to me that I would be the inventory manager. Um, and through basically actions of performance, um, it was shown that that was not enough work for me. So they brought back assistant general, assistant manager, added compliance manager to that. And then from there, performance continues to excel so the corporation decided to make a drastic change and switch uh, management so i am now the store manager and uh looking like it'll continue to go up from there and uh, you know I'm, that's all tbd but yeah that's uh kind of in a nutshell how that has progressed couldn't be happier um obviously changes are, are hard and, and whatnot but they were the right changes 
so yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell how that's gone down over the last three and a half months. Wow. Um, God, it's been three and a half yeah. months. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. About three months. Yeah. Uh, either way, it seems like, um, it was like last week. <laughs> no, no kidding. Um, the, the differences between the two companies, I, I guess I would say that this present company definitely is far more in the corporate realm, far more advanced in the corporate structure, be it compliance uh, for forms, uh, for, for controlled documents, for inventory control accountability is mm. is very 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 important here and really uh the compliance is amazing here uh, a lot of it was again a lot of people coming from different industries or from different dispensaries with different histories on that and so some of it is somewhat antiquated uh information from old eras of the cannabis industry mm. that need to be revised and evolved but uh, through all the thick and thin, we have we're 100% compliant in metric. We're 100% compliant via our P, our point of sale system, and now we're working on basically structuring the team to basically keep that keep that going, the sustainability side. Nice. So quite nice. Yeah, it takes a it's a lot of work on the front end, but as long as it's maintained, you've got an excellent template to transfer that to all your other stores that you plan on opening yeah and i remember when i first introduced you to these guys i was like well tyler lives in grand rapids and you know he's been commuting over there and ideally he'd like to work in grand rapids and so yeah you're in a good spot as far as yeah, yeah i mean like moving up the ladder and and either taking over a gr store or overseeing both of them which it wouldn't surprise me if you helped launch the GR store and, and then just kind of oversaw. Oh yeah. Um, I'm actually helping hope. I mean, we're, I'm helping continue and improve the current store. Um, and we'll be overseeing Traverse city Ann Arbor, Grand Rapids, basically hopefully being a a regional director type thing. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'll be kind of, uh, kind of, uh, you know, the, 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 the ghost in the room and kind of do my audits and talk to the staff, make sure morale's high, any issues are taken care of and, uh, kind of fade in and out, you know, just don't interrupt the, the, the stream and just fix things that, that you can fix, you know? Yeah. So, so what that's are, the goal. What are some of the things that you you're doing or you plan on doing to keep the morale high and, and prevent burnout? Communication is I've learned communication can go a long way even if it's communicating to the staff that hey you know what we're just opening there's going to be some longer hours you know and we just want you to know we appreciate your hard work and effort and you know it's not forgotten it's it's thoroughly recognized and we're we're gonna we're gonna make it right for you long term the morale you keep them we've learned to keep the morale high basically keeping staff informed of our product basically getting giving them a feel of ownership and when the staff feels like they have a, a part in it, their performance improves dramatically. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, if they feel like they're kind of uh, on a threatening kind of do this right or else type mentality, you're not going to get much production out of that. You, you really won't. And we thankfully have quite a few members on this team from various different industries now that 
have experienced that and they don't, they just, we don't want to bring that to, to the table. And, uh, you know, we come up with different various options and alternatives and it's so far coming up really great. And so we're quite happy. Nice. So yeah, you, you led me to another question more often than not, what's beginning to happen is, and I've been, I've been advising this for a while is vest, mm-hmm. vesting, giving part of a profit share or part of an ownership, even if it's just a, a couple points. Do you yeah. see, do you see that as something that you would pursue in your career path? As you move up, you say, Hey, I need a half a percent or a percent or, or, or whatever as part of your package um, as, you, as you climb the ladder. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it sounds like from, from what I hear that that won't even have to be a question asked. It's already kind of a, a plan in place to, there's a few options for all staff to, uh, to kind of buy in. It's kind of, you know, we're still in the infancy stage, so it's, it's a, it's a work in process, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very thankful to actually hear that coming from, from the upper echelon. You know, that's, that's the first step. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, did you see a did you see a significant pay raise from positions? I did, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was that was uh that was quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, and then another one, so that's even better. Nice. Okay, double. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. So well, can't complain, man. I can't complain. Shit, next lunch is on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's my hustle here is I just Try to help people so I get free lunches. <laughs> hey man, I tell you what, I'll, 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 we'll have a we'll have a session. I'll tell you what, oh, that, yeah. I owe you one for sure. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, okay, what about salaries for uh, staff? Is there what's the walking in salary? Is it high, low for the industry? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I would say that they're very competitive. Um, they're they definitely uh, they start out people very well no complaints whatsoever especially compared to other other entities out there yeah i was really impressed with that yeah i talked to some guys in uh in colorado glenn and brett and i was surprised to hear how low the salary started out there and i went well michigan yeah no i mean it's 10 12 dollars an hour very very low i wonder wonder if it's just oversaturation yeah i think that yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that might be too it. much and too little, you know. Yeah, well, the yeah, they have concentrations of places just on top of each other, and yeah, that, yeah, that might be part of it. And I think that there's a much but, larger workforce out there currently than that's true. There yeah, is that's here too. true. It's an older industry there too, so it's <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's more and more people are known that they know about it and the. Stigmatism, the stigma is gone uh, somewhat. And so, yeah, it becomes a new opportunity. Like, oh, yeah, this is okay. And it quickly uh, it quickly becomes just another job sometimes, unfortunately, you know. Tyler has a point here, except that it all boils down to individual effort. If somebody is complacent, and then a job just becomes a job, and it is what it is, unlike any other industry. But the difference between all the other industries and cannabis is, the ranks aren't even close to being filled. And for a person who's even mildly ambitious and has the ability to move maybe from one, one area of the state or one area of the country 
to another. The career, <laughs> the ladder has no limits. You can go as far and sometimes as fast as you want to go, but it just boils down to what effort is a person willing to put in and what are they willing to sacrifice in order to get what they want. Tyler does have a good point, though, and this is on the other side of that coin. Let's get back to it. So what have been some of the challenges with your stepped-up position? What, uh, what's what's kind of kept you kept you busy or kept you occupied? The main thing was the initial hiring of management because there were there were promotions given to people from former dispensaries that may or may not have had all of the instructions needed for today's current industry. Mm. And so to retrain has been an uphill battle, I'll admit. And we just basically got to the point where it was like, this is not anything new as far as learning goes. So if you're unable to adapt to these new changes, we're going to have to make some changes ourselves. And, and that has occurred, you know, in a healthy way. And, and thankfully all the people that we've, we've had to have discussions with, they, they completely understand. And a couple have even said, you know what, I thought it was going to be like this and it, I am 100% overwhelmed. This is not what I thought it was going to be. And I asked them, what did you think it was going to be? And they thought, it was going to be like, you know, Willy Wonka's candy factory and everybody's, you know, zippity doo all day. And it's, it's not, I said, it's just another commodity and you have to, you have to follow the rules, you know? <laughs> so, you know, a little, uh, a little wake up call, some reeling in of some people and basically just kind of getting everybody on the same page. Um, and then kind of, uh, encompassing the overall umbrella philosophy of the company so that we're all on the same page there. Yeah, and that philosophy sounds like it was pretty clearly defined. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. But not to some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so things will work sometimes, but all in all, not too challenging, not too bad at all. Do you think that, what is it that made you prepared to deal with that challenge? Quite the thorough experience. That has uh, got me through some pretty challenging times, again, through... 25 years of dealing with uh, the big three in automotive world. And from that experience, if you can survive that long in the automotive world, you clearly doing something right. And going through those challenges and going through nationwide and experiencing multiple different types of individuals, personalities, and what have you, I can kind of get a good feel for people and I can understand how they learn how disciplinary actions affect them. And, you know, you take that and you, you put it towards your team. And sometimes it's a culture shock. Sometimes it's a, it's a fresh breath air. And as long as you communicate thoroughly with them, then they, they're, they're on board. They they understand. And you're not going after them. You're, you're trying to improve them. So they really appreciate that. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what? I was, uh, I was thinking it would be interesting on our next call of your game, you know, in like a month or month or two is to get you and maybe Glenn, maybe Brett and another, another GM on the same call and just kind of see what similarities and what differences there are from company to company, but also across the States. What is it like? Oh, I love that. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. That would be, yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. So if you're good for th- I'm 100% on board with that. That's the best idea. I mean, that's great. Yeah, okay. Thanks. I'll uh I'll I'll talk to the I'll talk to everybody and see who's game and then we'll just yeah. we'll just set something out for like October or something. Um Perfect. Yeah, I mean, really there's not much to this call. I mean, I was just really curious to see where you're at, what your what your thoughts are. Any advice to the job seekers out there now that you've kind of moved up the ladder? Uh, yes. Um, come into this industry with an open mind and, um, how do you put it? Um, you know, come in with an open mind and be ready to let go of some things that you thought you may have doing, you were doing right. If you're coming from a different dispensary, you have to take your experience and filter that to the new standards that your company is at. There's always that resistance that, no, no, I'm coming in to save the day. And <laughs> in the corporate world, that just doesn't happen like that. So I encourage people to get as much experience as they can in cannabis. That definitely helps. Not a, an absolute necessary thing, but it definitely helps a lot. Even if it's just product categories, you know, concentrates and distillate, this and that, it's an excellent in the door for management to see okay at least you know what you're dealing with i got that down so that i would definitely encourage that yeah yeah that's really good advice and you know i was on another podcast with glenn he brought up a really good point that i didn't i didn't think of and it was knowing the conversions how many metabols equal the daily limit and i got a call from a colleague and she was looking for the formulas and i don't know it and so I got a call with. It's a pain in the butt to find anything. It really is. Yeah. So um, how do you I, how do you do it? You have to do mining. Basically, you have to try your best to get the information through metrics. Um, and if they don't know, then they're going to tell you to go through Lara to the MRA. And basically, you need to build a good communication chain between you and your MRA representative because. No one seems to want to answer or knows the answer, and you are left high and dry a lot of the times. And unfortunately, with this industry, there still isn't sort of a a prerequisite template for all of us to follow. Mm. And it's kind of an interpretive dance. And uh, that I would love to see change. To find that info, I mean, you, you kind of you take everything that you can. You take what did you hear from your old place? And then you call MRA, you dig through MRA.gov. And, you know, we found the recreational limit and the medical limits are, are pretty, pretty known, the two and a half and 10 ounces, but yeah. the recreational is like 50 or 60 grams and 50 of it can be flour and 10 and other means. And from there, they can do a checkout and come right back and do the same thing. And it's like, isn't it supposed to be the other way around? And why are there such restrictions on the medical and not adult use? It, it just, it baffles me, but so how do government you, for you. <laughs> so how do you, and, and I have no familiarity with metric. They won't, you know, they won't let me in because I'm not an employee of the no. industry, which is so fucking annoying exactly. because, because I get questions like this and it's like, well, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't can't know. get in the system. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I, um, but so here's my question. Like, let's say you have a bud tender and I come in and I, I want to buy 
my daily limit of gummies. How many gummies mm-hmm. can I get? Um, so there is a set amount. It's based on the net weight. And so you would have, it's a, it's a real pain in the butt. We've had it happen several times where the person wants to come in and buy the limit. And so you then have to kind of, if you're doing your job right, you want to say, okay, well, what do you want to get? And if they want three different kinds of gummies, you have to factor in that net weight for each gummy and then times that by however many they want and then try to get that percentage up. Or if you have a good point of sale system, it takes a little longer, but you can scan the items and then change the number of, and it'll, it'll move the, the allowable amount. It'll, it'll go from green to yellow to red. Yeah. And you can kind of, tell them okay well you can get 20 of these 10 of these and 10 of these and that's it and so yeah so it's a, it, it's a rarity but you know when it happens you just you just figure out what's the easiest quickest way to, to get the information glenn is a is a gm out in um out in colorado and he gets he gets people from texas and oklahoma more than he gets colorado residents and he's he's, oh, yeah. right, he's right on the border the right on the border of Colorado. And mm-hmm. so apparently they get people that come there and they, they, they get the limit every time, every visit. So this is something wow. that's happening to them quite a bit. And I asked him the same question. I said, well, you know, what do you tell job seekers to know? And he was like conversions. You have to know how many gummies, you have to know. how many, how many grams of flour and how many pre-rolls they can get to get their limit. Because he said it, overselling is like a huge, huge infraction for the store. Oh yeah. And, uh, yep. the big went, problem. Yeah. So I went, okay, like forewarned is forearmed and, and employees coming in knowing conversions and knowing different categories. That was a really good point too, that you made. That would be an advantage for them and for, and for the company. And then I got a call. Oh yeah. I had a call last night from a colleague who's looking for the conversions. And I went, you know what? Let me, let me talk to Tyler. And I thought that, the point of sale system would do the calculations and, and it seems yep. like certain ones may or may not, but yep. Yep. I, you know, I, it doesn't seem like that information is readily. Like when you look at the back of a Snickers bar, it, it tells you how many calories, how many fats, how many sugars, everything is right, right. there. It doesn't seem like the packaging yep. is doing that. So you couldn't, you could, I, I couldn't necessarily memorize the inventory, of the store and go, okay, four of, of midnight express two of right a flourish and then a quarter is your daily rec limit oh yeah it's it's a pain in the butt it really is there's there's no consistency within the industry on that there's just you know and and then if there's a if there's any sort of change the state is not quick or very adequate at getting that information out to people yeah it's really cumbersome and it, it seems like it's a, I'll do it when I have time kind of thing. And it's like, shouldn't we have known about this ahead of time so we could plan and, and, you know, when did this change and why, and how is this a temporary thing that all those sort of things, you know, it's just really vague sometimes. And, And a lot of the, the verbiage, it's too vague. And so that creates that interpretive dance again, where, you know, you don't know if they actually meant, a package or did you mean a whole shipment or what, you know, 
what does that new rule actually mean? And what does it obtain to, you know, what does it entail and all that sort of stuff that can get really tiring because you can go to four different dispensaries and each one is doing something different, you know, and that, that, that's, that's frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel the pain on that. Yeah. So right here, Tyler and I were just kind of talking about different parts of the data management system and inventory and inventory control. He ended up losing signal during the call. And uh, so I just, it, it was, it's non-recoverable. It's just total static. So we're going to call it here and uh, we'll get back to the tail end of this, but I, I figured it'd be better just to cut it out than listen to some guy walking around going, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. It's always it's always interesting doing the podcast. I love it. Well, uh, no, it sounds it sounds bad. No worries. Well, let's um let's just call it here, and I will do a follow up with the other GMs and store managers and see if they're game, and then set okay. something for you know like end of October or something. That'd be interesting. Perfect. And then. Yeah, I mean, thanks for taking the time to to share your story and your update. I mean, <laughs> go fucking get him, Tyler. Like, yes, keep going, man. I think it's awesome. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. So, and then Anna, thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's what we're doing. So on a on a, yeah, on a side note, they're I've had a consultant reach out to me and they're looking for someone that can come into a new company and act as a metric consultant, set up their metric, kind of okay. set up their internal systems. Uh, she has a meeting okay. with them today at four o'clock. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the, the, the billing rate I can come up with. Like if I was doing it, then this is probably what I'd charge per hour. Um don't I know that it's over on the east side. I don't know how long the project would be. I don't I don't know anything other than there is someone looking for someone with a skill set. So um I've talked to I've talked to a couple other couple other people and it's just you know who who has the I think all you guys could do it. It's just a matter of who has the time to actually go over there and 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 do it. Um so when, Correct. I, when I have some more details, I'll get I'll just give you a call and um I'll just leave it on a voicemail or something like that. And But as stuff like this comes up, do you want me to keep you in mind? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Okay. Well, thanks for your time, Tyler. And I'm glad you're busy. Enjoy your holiday weekend, and we'll be in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you. You too, Matt. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So I left this in here because I wanted to show that once you're in the cannabis industry, diversity of opportunities start to present themselves. Tyler has established a base knowledge and then he's advanced that knowledge. And that knowledge is a pretty valuable commodity. Michigan right now is going through a general manager, general manager hiring Bonanza. Having somebody like Tyler come in and help set up some systems is a great opportunity for Tyler to network or the other guys to network. And also to build out their resume and to increase their knowledge and skill set. So I wanted you guys to hear that because there are 
more ways to skin this cat than just the straightforward way. The opportunities in this in this industry just get wider and and more diverse and deeper the more you sharpen your your blade. And so I've said it a thousand times and I'm just going to keep preaching it same as everybody else. Get your butt in the industry. Get in, get in, get in. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Get in. Let this episode be further proof of how it can be. There was no secret sauce. I didn't do anything for Tyler. Our our group didn't do anything for Tyler except for connect him and help him polish a resume and then connect him. That was it. It was all him. And that's that's the great part about the cannabis industry is that it's just you could just take it as far as you want. And things like this come up. It's really exciting. So let's get back to it. Okay, so that was an interview with Tyler. And it got a little spotty there at the end. He lost reception. So that is that. But I think we got the gist of it that things are looking pretty good for him. And I love hearing stories like that. And you could tell your story and be part of that story where you get into the industry and start to climb the ladder. And our cannabis is here to help. So if you're unsure, if you have questions, general or specific about getting into the industry, you need help with a resume, then you can reach out to contact at rcannabis.org and we can answer some of those questions, provide guidance, redo your resume so you have a spot on banging 100% awesome resume that'll help you get the interview and help you get the job and start your cannabis career and start to go on that upward trajectory like Tyler did. So once again, contact at rcannabis.org. It's a free community resource to help you get into get into the cannabis industry. This has been Matt Hoffman, and I look forward to seeing you in the cannabis field. And a special thanks to DJ Walrus, can follow him at Fillenworth Adam, F I L L E N W O R T H A D A M on Instagram. It's DJ Walrus. He's the one that made our music for us. So super thanks to the Walrus. And check out his live stream. And if you like what you're hearing, then throw some fish in the chat for DJ Walrus. Thanks again, Walrus. You fucking rock.